So uh, today I want to talk about accountability. So with this introduction, uh, let's talk about what accountability is. Okay, what accountability is. And uh, I would like to talk about King Solomon and his wives. We all know uh, a famous King Solomon and his wife. What corrupted him? When you read uh, the first Kings chapter 11, verse 1 to 13, we see that uh, facility of time, I'm just explaining you, not uh, going into reading all the biblical verses. So this, this chapter, this passage tells us that King Solomon grew up as an arrogant beast. He did everything what he wanted to. He married, he had 700 wives of royal birth. Just imagine. He found a new million dollar secret, a new way of conquering uh, the countries without war, without diplomacy. So no war, no diplomacy, just a wedding. With the help of with that attraction, he was able to conquer, conquest. So he had 700 wives of royal birth and 300 concubines. Just imagine the life of uh, King Solomon. He started so well. He started so well. He was an humble person. He asked for wisdom from God. You know what? David asked for grace. This difference between grace and wisdom. When God asked David, he asked for grace. And when God asked Solomon, he asked for wisdom. And sometimes the wisest person in the world can make wrong decision, worst decision ever. And this is what he did. He married a lot of women. Although he knows that Bible does not in any way promote polygamy. Bible is against multiple marriages with just one Adam and one Eve. Bible, from the beginning, it's clearly teaching us to uh, consider women equal to men. When I say equal, it just means equal. Nothing more than that. Adam and Eve, they both were equal. We read that, we read that Eve was given to Adam as a helper. Yeah, the word helper is the Hebrew word uh, which is used as an ally. When two countries come together and they defeat a common enemy, that is the word which is used in Bible. So Adam and Eve were partners in defeating Satan. So even we, we, we call Holy Spirit our helper. Doesn't mean that Holy Spirit is lower than us. So knowing everything, knowing all that, because he had the wisdom of the world, but he committed the sin. He continued to commit the sin. Commit the sin. You know why? Because he didn't have anyone to question him. That is the piteous thing. That is the only main reason of the downfall of King Solomon. I think as I explain this, you will be able to clearly see the picture. So King Solomon was a spoiled child. He spoiled himself with the wealth and the wisdom that he had. The enormous wealth when accumulated uh, leads us away from God. We all as parents have the uh, compulsion of uh, accumulating wealth for our children. But 
difference. Let there be a limit for that. When there is an enormous amount of wealth accumulated, that wealth will spoil our children. That's what happened. In Solomon's period, time, there was no war. He didn't worry about war. He lived in a peaceful time and God gave him a work to do. God gave him a work to build the temple. And he had all the provision. His father, David, made everything, prepared everything for him. So he had the wealth, he had the wisdom. With the help of wisdom, he was able to accumulate more wealth. And not just more wealth, he was also accumulating more women around him. And Deuteronomy clearly tells us that kings are not supposed to accumulate women. You know what? It clearly tells kings are not supposed to accumulate women around them. Bible clearly warns us against polygamy and knowing everything. Uh, Solomon continued to sin. You know why? There was no one to question him. We know this parable of talents in New Testament. And what does it explain? So we learned that our God is a God who is concerned on the results and he will come and hold us account for all the deeds that we've done. There is a day in our life where we will be giving account. It's the audit day, big audit day. Just like businessmen, we have audit coming around. So there's a big audit day coming and we all have to be account accountable. And do you know what? Uh, for all the actions, for all the deeds and all the thoughts, and all our attitudes, we have to be, we have to give account someday. And what will what will we do if we don't prepare ourselves for that day? We don't prepare ourselves. We say that we, we are preparing ourselves for the coming of Christ, but the coming of Christ also comes with a big audit. There's going to be a big audit day and we will be questioned. We will be questioned for all the resource that was given to us, for all the blessings, for all the talents, for all the opportunities that was given to us. We will have to give account for all the opportunities and the way we responded to it. We were given so many opportunities and how did we respond to all those opportunities? We will have to give an account for all those things someday and it's coming it's coming how will you respond to it so we need a check and balance in our life accountability means we are answerable to others and we should accept this responsibility as a gift from god we are answerable to others i grew up i just told my life uh, as a prelude i grew up as a youngster, having all authority in my family, having authority in my workplace, having authority in my ministry. You know what? This authority and power will corrupt you. And you will not know that you are being corrupt. That's the dangerous part. You will think that you are progressing in the right path, but still you will not be progressing in the right path. You will be, in fact, going towards a dangerous downfall. We will not know. 
So we need a check and balance here and there. And that is accountability. We have to be accountable to others. As a youngster, I would not give account to my mother. I was managing the finance. And I will, uh, because of this spiritual, um, people started calling me, brother, praise the Lord, pastor, please come, please pray that, this and all. Even these things can give you a, an amount of pride in your heart and you will lose the humility completely and you will go away from God, although you are still doing God's work. I was still preaching. I was still being praised for my sermons. I was still leading worship. Everything was being done, but I was growing like an arrogant boss, not as a leader that God wanted me to be, not as a humble person that God designed me. Until one day that God broke me. He had to broke, break me. He had to break, he had to take everything away from me to make me realize who I was and what I was supposed to be and what I was growing. So my dear friends, accountability, we have to give, we are answerable to others. We have to be accountable to others. And uh, that will actually protect us. Let me give you some examples from Bible. This example we know from Genesis. Um, soon after the first sin, God came and asked them, and we see a blame game. Adam throwing the blame on his wife and Eve throwing the blame on the serpent. And the serpent accepted it. Such a painful thing. So what does it mean? It means that when you do something wrong, you're answerable. You can't just walk away from it. Adam and Eve just did, they thought, just a fruit, man. Just take a bite. They ate it. And Adam was filled with wisdom. He knew the consequences. And he, he, he deliberately sinned because of the love that he had for his wife. And many people, we, they, they say that it was the Eve who deceived Adam. It was Eve who was deceived. Let me tell you, brothers, because we are all men. CBMC, we are all uh, mostly men. I'll tell you the secret. It, is, it was not the Eve who was deceived. Because the Bible says that Adam was with her when the entire thing happened. The entire episode where the serpent deceived Eve, Bible says that Adam was with her. Was with her doing what? Doing nothing. Just standing behind his wife and keeping silent. He was just quiet. He didn't respond when he had to respond. So we understand that our God is concerned about accountability. He will come and question us for every deed that we do, for every work that we do. You can't just do something wrong and walk away with that. And uh, most of the biblical theologies takes us back to the first garden. And uh, even accountability, first we go to the Garden of Eden. And there we understand that you do something wrong, you have to answer. You are answerable. You cannot walk away with that. You cannot walk away with that. You see another example in the Bible. Uh, Prophet Samuel and King Saul. So Prof Prophet Samuel and King Saul, we know this episode where Saul was not patient enough to wait for 
Prophet Samuel, and Prophet Samuel was deliberately late, and uh, he took the he took the advantage of being a king, being a being a person in authority, and he sacrificed, and he did what he was not supposed to do. God commanded him to destroy the entire army, but he kept the best for him. He saved the best for him, the best goat, the best sheep. He saved it. He disobeyed. So it's a it's a sin. Okay, it's a sin. But God is not worried about the sin, but He's worried about the way we respond when we are rebuked. We also see another example where King David had a similar instance. King David was uh, questioned and rebuked by prophet Nathan. Between both of them, whose sin is big? Who, who committed, whose, whose gravity of crime was great? We all know that King David's gravity of crime was great. But the way they responded actually tells them who they are, what they are inside out. So King Saul he was rebuked, but he uh, tried to be the boss. He said, no, respect me. People are seeing it. My, my entire army, my men are seeing me. You can't be dis disrespectful of me in front of others. Although God had kept a person, a check and balance for him in his life, he questioned, he was questioned, but he didn't respond well. But King David, in fact, uh, King Saul, he was rebuked out, outdoor on the battlefield, but King David, he was rebuked inside his court in front of his uh, entire uh, favorite people. You know what happened? David broke open, cried, and repented. And that's where we see. That's why God blessed King David. So, this example, let me tell you, this example, I know I'm running out of time. This example, King David had Nathan to rebuke him and he responded well. King Saul had, King, uh, King Saul had uh, Samuel to rebuke him. Even though he didn't respond well, he was stopped. King Saul had Samuel and King David had Nathan, but King Solomon had none. There was no one to rebuke King Solomon. That was the biggest problem in his time. He had the complete monopoly. He was the boss. No one to question him. Hebrews 4, 13, 6 says that nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. And to him, we are accountable. We all are accountable to God someday. So what is personal accountability? Personal accountability in Romans 14, 12, we see, yes, each of us will give a personal account to God. So there are two things. We are personally accountable to God. That's the most important thing. That is our big audit day. And we are also accountable to, our, uh, to others. We have to be accountable to others. So what do we do? It's, it's a small suggestion. 
that I learned from CBMC when I was in um, when I when I when God gave me the privilege of attending uh, the World Conference in Florida. There was a session on account accountability. So they 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 spoke about accountability partner. That was completely new new theology for me. Okay, so we have to be accountable to others. It means that directly God is advising us to have an accountability partner in our life. Have an accountability partner. Have someone who can ask difficult questions to you. Have someone in your life who can ask inconvenient questions to you. And don't be embarrassed and don't be insulted. Give them the privilege. Give them the comfort. Give your friend. Maybe if you, you, can, you can have your wife as an accountability partner, your husband as an accountability partner, or your friends, best friends, people who are really concerned on your life. That's a very, very delicate choice that you have to make. Make a delicate choice. We all need an accountability partner. You may be running a business, or you may be running a ministry, or you may be running your home. You may be the head of your family. Have someone to question you. Have someone in your life for check and balance. Otherwise, we'll also grow up like King Solomon, doing whatever we like to do. So Ecclesiastes says that two people are always better. So they can, they can help each other succeed. If one person fails, the other can reach out and help. And Proverbs 27, 17 says that an iron sharpens iron. So a friend sharpens a friend. So my dear brothers, this is what I learned and this is what I practice. So I have people in my life who can ask, who can ask me difficult questions. I've given them the comfort. I, can give the, I have given them the privilege and comfort and the authority of questioning me. They, they, they are my accountability partners. They are, they are my spiritual board members. You, you may be doing business. You may have your board members. It's good to have a board member, good to have a board. Please consider having a spiritual board. Consider involving your, uh, involving your accountability partners. So they will be doing, they will be, they will be your board members spiritually. They will be questioning you, giving, give them the privilege of asking difficult questions to you. So this is accountability partner. They will question you. Don't be embarrassed. You know, we need people around us who can question us, who can rebuke us. We may be wrong. We may go wrong. We need people who can really question us. So I think my time is over. So before we conclude, I just want to say, if the wisest man in the world needs this accountability, how much more do we need? Please consider as we, we are going to pray. You know, my time is up. So as we are going to pray, please consider, please think about it. If the richest, if the wisest man in the world needs this accountability, how much more do we need it? Do you have an account accountability partner in your life? If you have not thought about it, please consider. Please consider thinking about it. Ask God to reveal people whom you can really trust with your life. People who are really interested in you. People who really want to see you succeed. People who want to see you 
attain your full potential they can be the they, they can be your accountability partners you need them keep them in keep them in your life they are the check and balance they will hold you from falling down they will hold you they will stop you from making uh, wrong decisions they will they will stop you from running down the hill have you set up your life just consider this have you set up your life in such a way that no one is able to speak difficult truth to you as a minister of god as a business person or as a leader in your own sphere have you have you set up your life in such a way that no one can question you are you not approachable just just imagine what what will be the consequence of this untouchability consider this consequence of this untouchability when when you become untouchable when you become unapproachable you become the leader and uh, the, you have no one to speak difficult truth to you no one to ask you embarrassing questions inconvenient questions dear brothers remember king so king solomon we are growing like him if you don't have an accountability partner if you don't have anyone to question you in your life if you have given, if you have gained whole authority in your life absolute power corrupts absolutely let's pray loving father we want to thank you lord for this wonderful moment father i know that um, these are days where we have to stop and reconsider what we are doing these are days where we have to uh, explore our hearts introspect do a mid course correction just to know in which direction we are heading towards we may be growing as a beast not knowing that we are growing as a beast in wrong direction thank you lord for helping us to look at the life of king solomon king david had nathan to question him king saul had samuel to question him but solomon had none and i see it as the result of his failure his downfall the wisest man in the world made the most worst decision knowing everything he had no scarcity of knowledge he had all the wisdom and all the knowledge but still he made wrong choices father bless us with people who can ask difficult questions in our lives bless us with people who can be the check and balance who can stop us from being a boss who can stop us from being a growing disaster who can stop us from making bad decisions father we want accountability accountability partners we are we are asking for we are asking for people who can be really interested in our lives who can be our mentors who can be people who can walk along with us it can be our family members but lord we pray that you reveal us as uh, 
we know that we all are growing in maturity and uh, this is the most crucial time in our lives where we need someone to ask us the difficult questions the inconvenient questions father help us lord to understand that we all are accountable to you so we have this personal accountability with you and there's an audit which is coming we have to be ready for that and we also are accountable to others we also are accountable to our brothers and sisters we can't do something wrong and walk away with that we are answerable we are our brothers keeper we live with this community you have given us the church you have blessed us with spiritual leaders spiritual fathers and spiritual mothers father i want to pray that bless us bless our ministry bless our our, our business with genuine accountability partners thank you lord for this wonderful words you helped us to uh, discuss and i pray that this would have benefited others the way it has benefited me thank you lord sub submitting everything in your presence we lay all our supplication in your hands and i want to pray for all our brothers and sisters who attended i, I want to pray for the families the business bless them lord help them prosper and help them to make progress in the right direction and lord uh, i want to pray for the cbmc and uh, the expansion of cbmc because more people need hope more businessmen need hope and we know that you are providing it through cbmc bless this wonderful ministry and bless the people who are taking the lead pray i want to pray for richard and i pray to pray for samson i want to pray for all the governing board members thank you lord bless them and help them to take this torch um, in a higher heights help them lord to progress in jesus precious name we pray amen